Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in tech. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Man, Eric Asher. 
Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, free downloads for your smartphone or tablet, of course, on the digital platforms, on the World Wide Web, Nash FM 106.1, and also ericasher.com. Once you go ahead and check out the shows there. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on your five favorite podcasting platform. We try to get that up for you about 20 minutes after each program ends. Uh, so, again, you can check that out and, and uh, listen at your leisure. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Mike Dettelier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Just a couple days to the countdown, right? Thursday at 1 p.m., uh, live broadcast on WLAE TV, also live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. And then, of course, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. That's WLA TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLAE TV. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. And then that's uh, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. I had somebody write me the other day and says, you know, there's a WLA TV 3, and you're also on that. But as I told the, the viewer, if I would open up the show and tell you how many other ways you could catch this show, we'd be here half the show. So... Just plenty of ways to be able to catch our TV show, so I hope you're able to have a, do, a chance to be able to do that. On our radio show today, we're going to be joined by Gary Smith of uh, Wave Report, NOLA.com, Times Picayune, and uh, Advocate. That's at about 4.15. Mike Scarborough will get us up to date on your LSU Tigers at 4.35. And then Kat Terrell of The Athletic will join us at uh, 5.35, and uh, she'll talk Saints with us. And, of course, Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com. So looking forward to those three joining us on the show today. Um, we'll talk about um, the possibility of Odell Beckham joining the Saints in hour number two. Um, but I wanted to start out talking about Travis Jewett, uh, uh, who is out as head coach over at Tulane. Um, and, of course, that situation has been brewing for a while. I mean, if you ask the fan base, they probably wanted him gone a couple years ago. Now, look, in all fairness – the COVID year of 2020, this guy had a had a team that that could have made it to the College World Series, and and quite frankly, the arms that they had, they might have won it, but we'll never know because the game the the season was never played. But with that said, he's out now. He's out, and so where does AD Troy down and go next when 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 you talk about the next hire? He's on his second baseball hire, his second basketball hire, and at some point, he's going to be on a hot seat. Like maybe now, like now, okay? Look, he's gotten a pass. You know, you don't hear anybody criticizing Troy Dannon for for the lack of success that they've had within the within the athletic programs under his watch. But at some point, he's going to have to be held accountable with the state of the athletic programs over Tulane. There's no other way around it. Now, here's the interesting thing. In the past, in his past hires, he would not entertain hiring a former Tulane alum to coach in, again, his previous searches. But I'll say this right now. I think the pressure may be on him this time around, especially in baseball, right, to hire within the Tulane family, you know, to kind of get the maybe the alums and some of the fans off his back, for at least for the moment. A lot of names being thrown out there right now. Jake Gotro, again, a Mississippi State assistant coach, was an interim coach at, 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 at Tulane for a while. Um, he seems to be one of the, one of the, the top choices. I mean, I'm talking to fan alumni. I have no idea what the search is, is looking for. Matt Reiser, we hear it every single time there's an opening at Tulane. Of course, he's, he's again, had great success over at SLU. 
you know, is that is that a guy that's on the short list now to, to get him to come to Tulane? And will he come to Tulane? Will he, again, he's built that program at Southeastern into a pretty good program. Would he want to move on, move on to, to Tulane? Um, and then, of course, a wild card. And this is a real, real long shot. Andy Canizero, former Mississippi State head coach, uh, a guy that, again, was banished because he had an affair uh, with, with uh, I believe, uh, with someone on campus. Um, and, and then, of course, a, you know, had a situation at, recently with Holy Cross where he was the head coach there trying to rehabilitate his image, and, of course, was, was recently, again, let go there. Now, again, I'm not sure if Dana would be willing to take on that kind of baggage Tulane right now, especially on the hot seat. Uh, but again, maybe if one of those uh, Tulane alums were hired, maybe Canizero is, is brought on in an assistant capacity and maybe can, you know, restart his career. Who knows? But no matter, you know, who the hire is, it, it's got to be a home run hire, okay? It's got to be. Or Dana's going to be looking for a realtor re- real soon. That's just the way it is. Willie Fritz had a tough year this year. Willie Fritz is not going anywhere. Everybody believes that Willie Fritz is on the right track to build this program. Uh, again, there's no heat on him yet, but the, again, it's still going to start. The seat's going to start getting hot for him if we don't see a rebound this year. Uh, and, and the expectations are, especially with the AAC being weakened uh, by the Texas schools moving on, that again Tulane should be at the top of that of that particular uh, uh, conference in football. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Basketball, Ron Hunter's doing a really good job. We've seen that. We've seen the strides he's making. But, look, still, got to get to an NCAA tournament, right? Got to win the American Athletic Conference. He hasn't done that yet. Now, again, maybe within the next two or two or so years, uh, we'll see that. Okay, maybe we'll see that. We'll see a continuous uh, of, again, him getting the top recru- uh, some top recruits in, into Tulane. Uh, those guys staying. Uh, graduate transfers. Uh, again, uh, those from the transfer portal. And, and rebuild the program back. And we'll see Tulane get back to, again, what a lot of us saw uh, in, in, in the 80s and, and, and somewhat in the 90s, you know, when, when Tulane was really good football, was a really good basketball program. But baseball is a different animal. Baseball is what, what Tulane fans really, uh, really uh, uh, pin their hopes on each and every year because, again, we've seen the success that Rick Jones had in baseball at Tulane. Um, you know, and that, that success was sustained success at Tulane. They were willing to compete with anybody in the country, despite again the uh, what is it the uh, the, the what is it, eleven scholar eleven point seven scholarships uh, again uh, the the having to be able to find players that that can that can finance themselves getting into Tulane, uh, you know maybe using their local players uh, you know tops to help, but again the, you know the tuition for Tulane is is difficult, and then of course not having you know that not having the uh, the full scholarship limit that we see in other sports also hopes hurts the baseball program. But that's across the board, across the NCAA. It's ridiculous that, again, they don't have full scholarships uh, for, for baseball programs. And, and again, in 2022, it's ridiculous. But for, for Dannon, this is a huge hire. And maybe his last hire at Tulane. So he's got to get it right. Uh, ultimately, uh, again, he's going to be judged by this. And, look, the seat's hot. but the, But, again, the... The, 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 it may be short in terms of, again, his time to be able to, again, continue as, as athletic director at Tulane uh, if ultimately this is not a hire that he hits out the park. He needs a home run hire for baseball. All right, to talk about it, to give us his update on what he's seen so far, what he knows uh, from the Wave Report, from NOLA.com and the Times-Picayune, uh, it is none other than Gary Smith. He joins us on the program now. Gary, first of all, uh, welcome to the program. Did you see this coming? Did, did, were there inklings that, that he was going to be, um, again, they say it's mutually parting of ways, but, okay, he was let go. 
Okay, it's still ringing. All right. Well, that would have been nice to know before I asked the, asked the question. But uh, let, I'll tell you what, let me, let me talk to you about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you are looking for a company to trust with your air conditioning system, and boy, I tell you what, this is the worst time to have your AC system go out. Uh, it's hot outside. Uh, again, you're coming home from work, got a hot house, or again, maybe again, you're staying at home and you're working at home, as so many people are doing these days, and the AC goes out miserable, absolutely miserable. So, again, you got to make sure that you got a company you can trust that will get out to you quickly and, and that will be there and get the job done right the first time. Only doing the work that's necessary. Man, look, Burkhardt checks all those boxes. Throw in that 30-minute courtesy call so, again, they realize how, how again, precious your time is. Uh, that 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, uh, that's Burkhardt. Customer service at its finest. It uh, doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or your business. Burkhardt can operate it. Uh, go in there, repair it for you, make sure everything's going, operating uh, uh, as it should. And, of course, when it comes to Burkhardt, only doing the work that's necessary would never gouge you, never cheat you. Want a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. All right, do we have him? Okay, we've got uh, Gary Smith now. Gary, I, I had an opening monologue where I talked about uh, Troy Dannon, where I feel like Troy Dannon's kind of on a hot seat here now. Uh, based on, again, his, his, his previous hires and the fact that, again, that Travis Stewart did not work out. Uh, right. He's never really been a fan favorite. Uh, and my question <laughs> to you was, as we were open up, yeah, no doubt, huh? <laughs> my, my question to you as I opened up the interview was, did you have an inkling? Did you see this yep. coming? Were, were there whispers I, of this? Okay, there were whispers, and I'll tell you this right now, though. There is no way that Troy Dannon would have fired Travis Stewart before the end of the year without something else happening off the field, allegedly. And I can't, I'm not going to get into details because it's third-hand information and I'm not, that's just, it's not something that has been told directly to me. But right. Troy Dannon has made it explicitly clear when he fly, fired coaches in the past that unless there was something wrong in the program and not on field, but you know, the way it was being run, that he would not do that to a coach and there's just no reason I know people like he's getting ahead this is college baseball that no nah, I'm not buying that I something this this look and ultimately it probably doesn't matter because because uh, Travis Jewett knew it um, everybody around the program knew it that Tulane probably needs to needed to get to a regional this year for him to, to, to keep his job and barring a run through the conference tournament there was no chance of that happening now but it was not Tulane getting swept by Wichita State that was the final straw that obviously that was going to kill him in the end because it's a record and stuff like that. But something else is going on here because there's just, there's no reason to cut loose a coach with one, with two weeks left in, in the season, unless there's right. something else happening. Well, now, again, ultimately it doesn't really matter because he was going mm -hmm. to be gone at the end of the year, unless he made a regional. Yes. Now, that's interesting because a lot of people yeah. thought that, again, get losing yeah. to, again, the last place Wichita State yeah. was the straw that broke the camel's back. There was some yeah. talk about maybe some ineligible players. Is that uh, that might there, oh, Well, that definitely happened, but that happens when a team is going south at the end of the year. Um, okay. there, but there were three pitchers that, that, are, that are no longer on the team, but none of them were actually you know pitching <laughs> very often right. to Tulane. And sure, I'm sure there was some disgruntlement there. Actually, one of the guys that, that left the team last week, Ben Tate, he actually pitched – 
five outs, got five straight outs in the last game against Cincinnati on Sunday um, a week ago, and uh, which they lost by one run. And I remember interviewing Travis Jewett after the game and asking him about it, and he even said, "Well, Ben Tate had been complaining about not pitching." For all year, and he'd been complaining that Ben Tate couldn't throw the ball over the plate, and that he had done a better job in that game. It had been better lately, but he wasn't particularly generous to him in his quotes after the game. And I looked up his stats, and going into that game, Ben Tate had walked seven guys in two and a third innings for the year. Right. Um, so we're not talking about actual contributors on the team, mm-hmm. but that is a lot to lose at this any time. But that's that's what happens when things start when 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 cracks start developing in a, in a program. Is uh, there there were three pitchers that had left. And um, one of them a few weeks ago, um, Bennett Lee's high school teammate at Tampa Jesuit, um, uh, Turner Thompson. And that may be where the conflict is arisen for some maybe statements that were made back and forth between between that. But I don't I, again, I'm not privy to the to the to the details on on that one. And, and, and by the way, I think your original premise was right. This is an absolutely huge hire for mm-hmm. Troy Dannon. Because this is now a program that is made that will have made two regionals and 13 chances since 2008. They're getting to the point where if this next coach isn't successful, not anybody alive playing baseball will realize that Tulane was actually good <laughs> at yes. some time, and it, it's hard to overcome that once that happens. Mm-hmm. And and they they this this has to be a successful hire, and it is not as easy to win at Tulane. I, I read somebody who covers East Carolina tweeted today that Tulane should be making a regional every year with you know if they had a good coach. That's just not the reality. Tulane can do that, but they need a the perfect coach, which which they had for two years with David Pierce in terms of his, yes. his on field coaching ability. But with the private school tuition that Tulane has and the eleven point seven scholarships that have to be divvied up, play, got guys basically have to pay more money to play at Tulane than they do with equivalent programs. So that's, that's what they, they got to get a coach who understands that and has a plan to, to beat that. And honestly, Travis Jewett and his staff did it in recruiting this past year. Now the on-field performance just had to be better. There's, there's not even any question about that, but they have four excellent freshmen in their starting lineup and two freshman pitchers in their rotation. And the problem is, I mean, yeah, this is what you got to deal with they're probably going to lose a lot of those guys because yeah. with the transfer portal now they can leave in the past mm-hmm. when, when in the past guys you know if they left they had to sit out a year so so when david pierce arrived and inherited a similar situation he didn't he hardly lost anybody um right. so but anyway yeah so it's all to the coach they got to get a great they got to get a, not a good coach they got to get a great coach all right let's, let, let's go from there you know mm-hmm. Tulane fans they're, they're looking at Tulane alumni they, they'd, they'd like to have yeah. one of their own yeah, uh, uh, being the skipper of that and, program. I've heard, heard Jake Gotro, I've heard yeah. Matt Riser. Those are the ones you always mm-hmm. hear. Some uh, say again, re- revitalize uh, uh, Andy Canizero, which I really mm-hmm. doubt anybody's going to take. That's a shot not going to happen. I'm just saying that seat. right now. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe as an assistant to one, you know, one of these that, coaches, maybe. But, con- but, but I doubt that too. But that's that is uh, that's conceivable. That part. <laughs> All right. Who do you think? I mean, who do you okay. think? Who do you think's on the short Look, list? Right here, here? Here's here's my very short list, and this is not. I do not have any insight into Troy Dannon's mind right now. He certainly has not been a, a believer in going in the Tulane family in the past, but he may be changing his views on this one because obviously his Travis Jewett experiment did not work out. Um, Plus, he's on the hot but, seat. <laughs> yeah, you, you better Gotro, satisfy the yeah. alum and the fan yeah, base. Yeah. Jake Gotro, who, by the way, when he was up for the job in 2015, I did I did not think he should get the job, and I was right because mm-hmm. <laughs> David Pierce came in and had two great years. Um, at sure. the time, Jake Gotro had been in a program for five years. It hadn't made a regional. He was still young. He'd never been a head coach. 
he still has never been a head coach other than the interim in 2014. But man, has he done a heck of a job um, as an assistant at Mississippi State. He was the, I believe in 2019, he was the national assistant of the year by D1Baseball.com. They won the national championship last year. He's older. He's more experienced. He knows what it takes to win at Tulane. I think the recruiting class that David Pierce won with the two years he was there was recruited by Jay Gotro um, before that staff left. And they were, I think it was the fourth rated class in the nation. Tulane hasn't even come close to touching that, even with the good recruiting class this year. <laughs> um, um, so he knows that my, I still have some concerns with him because he hasn't been a head coach. So, you know, full time. So you don't know how that, how that will work out, but I definitely think he's a strong candidate for the job. But the other portion is, He's getting paid really well as an assistant at Mississippi State. That's not willing to come back to Tulane. People always assume that these former assistants um, will want to come back, and it's certainly possible. He he loves Tulane, but he may be thinking he can wait around um, in a year or two get a, get a get a, a bigger job. I, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know his uh, thinking on that. But he's one. And then the other name I've been hearing is, um, and this fits the model, the Wofford head coach. <laughs> um, they're having an excellent season this year. Todd Interdonato is his name. He's actually, the concern with him is he's been at Wofford about 15 years, and they've only made one NCAA regional. But the program has improved by leaps and bounds the last couple of years. It's a private institution. They don't have very many resources, and I believe their RPI is in the top 20, top, top 25 in the country right now this year. His team leads the nation or has led the nation and stolen bases um he so he ha, he has a philosophy that, that that works if they're going if they're going outside of the, the two-lane circle he seems like a, a guy to to start with and, and 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 there's a guy that i think you could get too um i don't think a guy from wofford is turning down the chance to to, to come to two-lane so those are two names i'll give you other names i've heard well i've already we've already talked canazera sean allen the assistant um under david pierce i don't think that's happening they had a hard time recruiting at two-lane when they were there before i I just don't. He's in a great situation at Texas as a, as a top assistant. I don't. I don't see that as a, a, a as a good fit. And Matt Reiser, he's an excellent coach, but <laughs> Southeastern is not quite doing as well as they were um, uh, the last time he was he, he interviewed for the yes. job. And I just don't. I don't. I just. I don't see Troy Dannon making that hire. So um, I, I would begin with Jay Gotro and and see what happens there. And then if that doesn't work out, hire a coach that has coached at a private school, has had success, and has a distinct plan for how to overcome the recruiting disadvantages that you have at Tulane. Timeline on the hire. Yeah, I think it'll be relatively – I mean, I, I think, it, one, it won't be till the end of the season because if it's a good coach, <laughs> standing coach at a school um, who's a head coach, his team is going to be playing in, the NCAA, in an sure. NCAA regional and nothing's going to happen before then. But I would expect – the hiring to happen sometime in June and, uh, and, and, and pretty quickly after, after whatever team season ends that, that, uh, that, that uh, Travis is, I mean, that, uh, that Troy Dannon is going after. Right. The quicker you get the higher, the better chance you have sure. to maybe hold on to these players. And not yeah, I don't board. think some may stay because, again, there are Tulane. Die. I've mentioned the negatives. Tulane is a great education. A lot of people love New Orleans. Um, they love the they 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 love the environment at Tulane. I they they. I do think the players enjoyed playing for Tulane this year until the until you know things started going haywire the last couple of weeks. But it's hard in the era of the transfer portal to convince players who were not 
brought in by the, by a particular coach to, to, to stick around. So I, yeah, I think there may be a few of these talented freshmen that stick, but if some, but I don't care who they hire. I think a bunch of them are going to, are going to leave. I, but baseball is a quick fix sport. You can change yep. your roster in one or two years. Yes. It's, it's, it's a quicker fix sport than, than, than any other one. Cause rosters change. So, so dramatically, if the coach who comes in knows what he's doing, Hey, it hurts losing these guys because I really think this is a talented group that can do big things if they were to if they were to stay together, um, with, and, and with, you know, and, and had the proper leadership. But I, I think that's probably unrealistic that it'll happen. Um, just a quick recap for anybody that, that, that's tuning in right now. Uh, in your opinion, it's deeper than losing to Wichita State. There's something yep. within the program that has happened, which is the reason why Jewett was let go before yep. the end of the yep. season. You think maybe Gotro may be the odds-on favorite, but, again, that's not a guarantee at this point yep. that they go within the Tulane family, that there could be some other coach that came from private institutions that may have an interest. And you think it, the timeline is around June. Am I right? Yes, all, all, all correct. And, again, with Jake Gotro, it depends on his level of interest at, at, at this point, too. Um, I, I, I think, I think he's, in, in my opinion, I think he was, he would be the first guy you would, you would, you would go after, um, but and then and, and, and then go from there and, and, and see what happens. Beautiful. Anything, um, anything, that, anything that I miss for those Tulane fans that again that are chomping a bit to find out what's going yeah. on with this with the yeah. baseball program? Look, I'm, I, I, Again, the the reason I said I don't think this just happened because of the Wichita State series is one, this is college baseball. Wichita State, by the way, played Oklahoma yesterday, which is a guaranteed regional team, beat them eighteen to nothing. <laughs> Wichita State is not like they were supposed to be good this year. They were not good. They were sixteen and thirty two when, when Tulane played them. But I watched every inning of those three games and Wichita State made zero errors. They made about three or four diving catches in the outfield. They played over their ability and Tulane which is injury ravaged at this point. Again, we're not talking about whether Travis Jewett should have kept his job. That's that's beyond the point now. But the, 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 to me, the killer part for Tulane was that they were not a likely regional team before they suffered their spate of injuries. But right now, this, this isn't a very good team. They they lost Ethan Groff, who's hitting 404. They, Louis Avilas was, expended, was suspended by university. And by the way, he is back now. So he will play the last two weeks of the regular season. So okay. maybe that helps a miracle run in the, in the conference tournament. Um, they lost their best reliever in Zach DeVito and they lost their starting second baseman. When you're a borderline on the looking on the wrong side of the bubble, looking in with those players, good things probably aren't going to happen when you lose all of them almost at the exact same time. Yep. Gary, thanks for your time as always. Certainly appreciate the information. Tell the folks about the Wave Report, your fantastic site, how they can follow you on social media, and, of course, what you got coming up for us on Noel.com. On, on sure. I'm, I'm, I'm compiling a coaching list as we speak right now that's going to run in the paper, and it's not going to – anybody that listens to your show, that's pretty – that, I'm basically saying the same thing. I'm not one of those guys who plasters a bunch of names on there just to see what sticks. <laughs> um, I, it, what I told you on the show is basically what you're going to see in the, in, in the story. Um, and my, you know, any, uh, some of the behind the scenes stuff that I maybe can't talk about on air. Uh, if you subscribe to the wave report, that's a, that's a better place to get that stuff. The stuff that may yes. not be firm, solid enough to put in a newspaper. Um, right. and, and I'll, and certainly we'll have blanket coverage of, of this baseball coaching search, which again is absolutely pivotal that they get this right. No doubt. At Gare Smith on Twitter, thank you as always for your time, my friend. Thanks for having me on. Gary Smith. Okay, there you go. Gary Smith giving you the latest on, on again, Tulane. 
firing Travis Jewett again and then the search for a new uh, head baseball coach. Don't forget about Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tire. First of all, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Something that will fit everyone's budget, okay? It uh, doesn't matter. You need a new set of wheels. They're the wheel experts. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, and yes, you can you can pay that over time. Financing is available. Then when it keeps comes to keeping your car on the road, the latest diagnostic equipment that's available, modern diagnostic equipment, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, ASE certified technicians that, again, are, are versed in, again, today's vehicles, know the ins and outs, and, of course, uh, we'll get you back on the road quickly. Uh, the Piazza family has owned Southern Tires since 1972. You don't stay around that long in this city for repairing vehicles and putting tires on vehicles if you're not taking care of your customers. I can't impress upon that uh, enough on you. Again, those of you that are in a long time New Orleans know this. Uh, of course, located at Hickory Airline in Metairie, pretty easy to get to from anywhere. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 737 558 is the phone number. And, of course, southerntire.com is the website. On the website, you get a lot, You can check out the large selection of tires. You can also use their diagnostic page to troubleshoot some issues on your vehicle. Then bring it on over to Southern Tire and let them get it back on the road for you. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell Technologies can help push your business further with these Small Business Month offers. Get updated tech starting at $4.99 for PCs with Windows 11 Pro, plus docs, monitors, and more. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Dell recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway. Delays are heavy from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway with delays solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the westbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And in the meantime, look out for accidents. Governor Nichols at North Broad, also St. Bernard at North Broad. Also look out for an accident, Carondelet at Fusher. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Pizza Hut stuffed crust is the crust that made crust good. Topped and stuffed with over a half pound of cheese. What are you so afraid of? Loving it? Original stuffed crust, only from Pizza Hut. Ask or click for a limited time offer. Extra charge for more than one topping and extra cheese. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 right here on uh, 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, each and every weekday. Thanks so much for being there. Remember, the podcast of our program goes up about 20 minutes after each show. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. So if you miss any of our interviews, uh, feel free to check it out at your leisure. Um, at, at your favorite app, uh, your favorite, um, um, your favorite uh, uh, podcast site as well. All right. Let's jump into it. I want to thank Gary Smith for joining us in the program. Now we turn our attention to the LSU Tigers. Uh, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, hands down. Again, you're looking for LSU information. He's got it. And uh, this is not the Tiger Bait of the past, okay, where, again, you had great message boards. You had a lot of great information on the Internet. He's now gone digital. Uh, his YouTube page is blowing up each and every week uh, with great information for you. More and more Tiger fans are gravitating toward it. And, to join, and joining us on the program, the founder of TigerBait.com, uh, Mike Scarborough. Mike, how are you, bud? I'm doing good, Eric. Thanks for having me. Good to have you, Mike. First of all, Dale and Austin, how big of a, of a signing is that for the Tigers? Look, it's a biggie. Uh, you, you've got six commitments, and three of them are defensive backs, two safeties, and now Austin a corner. And you're, you're talking about a six foot, six foot one, 180 pound, you know, guy that's a consensus, you know, national 200 guy. And, um, you know, I, I I think probably my biggest takeaway so far is that uh, Steeples and Cooks are both uh, 
going to continue the DBU thing, um, and they're they're going to be able to recruit nationally with it. And uh, but I know a lot of people are probably getting a little anxious, saying uh, you know want a little bit more Louisiana flavor in the class. Um, and I, and I think that's going to come. I mean, obviously it wasn't just him, but you know you're about to get uh, next to Trey Holly, and uh, that that's a biggie, a, a running back that. Uh, I laugh uh, when I saw one of the national networks had him as like the 14th best player in the state of Louisiana uh, and, and a three-star running back. Um, uh, there, there's an argument to be had that Trey Holly is, is uh, one of your top two or three players in the state period. Uh, uh, and, and I think that's, that's saying that you can make an argument that he might be the best player in the state of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike, um, you mentioned uh, about the national recruiting base right now. That's kind of expected, though, right? With Brian Kelly, with with Notre Dame, he he recruited nationally. He has national inroads in terms of high schools all over the country. He's going to develop those relationships as he's doing right now with Louisiana high school coaches. That's going to come uh, in 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 time. But right now, again, whether it again was this past recruiting class or this recruiting class, uh, you got to figure he's going to tap into again his his high school t- uh, his high school contacts around the country. Yep, and so he is a national brand unto himself, uh, you know, taking the helm of a national brand in LSU. And then each and every assistant coach that he brought on board to be a part of his staff had recruiting boards and and relationships uh, where they were at previous, each one of them. Uh, You know, I I, I look at, uh, you know, every every one of those uh, steeples, Kane, and so on. Hankton, his wide receiver board at Georgia, a lot of those guys, it's been carried over to his LSU board, plus the kids that were already being recruited by J.R. Belton and the guys that were retained by, by Brian Kelly. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't think anything's going to change in that regard. It's just, you know, I, I, the, the Smed High School in, in St. Louis where we're seeing LSU get kids, uh, Mackway and, 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 and recruiting others at that school. Well, that's because of steeples. LSU's never had any success at that school. And, and I think the same thing goes for Brad Davis. And the, the, when he came on board uh, and some of the offensive linemen he had on his recruiting board at Arkansas, uh, some of those guys are still being carried over um, because he had been recruiting them since they were freshmen and sophomores. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is with us. Mike, i got a buddy, a uh, big fan of yours, subscriber, checks out all, all, all the video uh, as well as, again, uh, what you've got on your message boards and, of course, on the site. Wanted me to ask you, you're just your gut coming out of spring. Now, again, as you get into the offseason workouts about the quarterback position, who do you believe will be the odd man out? Man, I I, I – I... Uh, that's a toughie. It really is. Um, I tend to think that Jaden Daniels isn't going to be the odd man out, so it's, then that would leave Nussmeyer and Brennan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just go ahead and penciling in Walker Howard as a red shirt. Yep. Uh, but it is, it, that, that is really tough. I mean, is there a chance all four stay? And, and again, Daniels is used in, in, in certain packages, and, and it really is a two-horse race between Nussmeyer and, and also uh, Brennan? Or is this a situation where if, if Daniels sees, hey, man, I'm not playing, and there's, and, and there's, a, you know, there's an All-American coming in, uh, that, that maybe he exits stage left? 
And the same could be said for Brennan if ultimately he's beaten out by Nussmeier. But, but again, I, yep. I kind of, I just, I don't, I don't know if I don't, I don't know if I see Brennan transferring once again. Do you? No, I don't. Um, I, I think if you if you got beat out again, uh, you would basically take it to the house and, you know, I don't know what his grade point average is, what his major is, but, you know, he's either looking to get a job or he's, you know, um, looking to go to a law school or vet school or whatever whatever mm-hmm. he, he's into. So. Um, I think you, you pretty much at, at that point take it to the house, but uh, it, you know May first was the deadline, so yes. everybody's got to stay put because uh, they're not going to be able to play anywhere for the twenty-two season. True, no doubt. Um, let's shift gears to basketball, and I think just think it's it's incredible when you look at the stats the way they've been laid out in terms of recruiting and the rebuilding of the LSU basketball program uh, by McMahon. What he's been able to do again to, in, in, in in filling out his roster. Talk a little bit about it. Uh, it, it to me, it's absolutely shocking. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, you know, if you remember the day he was introduced as the head coach, mm-hmm. he was introduced two hours after Brian Kelly had his uh, pre-spring football practice press conference, and there wasn't as many people for it, and. Uh, a lot of people that kind of uh, gave him a, a, a C on a grade on his on his introductory press conference, and um, and then of course uh, one by one they all went in the portal, and oh God, how bad are they going to be, and for how long? And now you're looking at him. I thought last week, I said, you know, you're, you're starting to look at this team that he's got now with Miller coming back. Yes. Thinking, you know, this team might be able to finish in the middle of the pack of the SEC. Then they had Phillips today, the seven-footer that was committed to NC State. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a defensive uh, freak. And and now you're, you're like wondering, okay, so I guess the, the common thing that we're going to be talking about with this LSU basketball team is um, how is can they gel? You know, you've got, on paper, you've got a lot of talent there, but can they come together as a unit and play together? You know, you've assembled – a whole new group of guys that all of them are unfamiliar with each other, um, you know, except for two of them, and, and the guys that came from Murray State. But for the most right. part, this, this is a whole new deal. I, you know, how do they come together? Who Who's going to be your leaders? Um, you know, uh, that to me, that, 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 that that's the only thing is, as you say, are they a middle of the SEC pack? Or can they be as, as good, so good, that maybe they even get into the upper third of the SEC because the talent is there. Yes. It's just if you avoid injury um, and maybe you've got some personalities that, that don't jive and, you know, if you've got too many me guys. And for those that don't know, again, seven-foot center Sean Baby Shaq Phillips signed today as my head. He was, he was, he was uh, committed to North Carolina State, and he is a huge get for Matt McMahon. Yeah, someone asked me yesterday, Mike, what do you think Phillips is going to do? And I said, well, I'm predicting LSU because the kid follows me back on Twitter. Why would he follow an LSU guy back on Twitter if right. the next day he was going to announce the GCU? So, yeah, no, or, or, or no doubt. You know. Uh, what is it, number one transfer class in the country, number 16 freshman class. Uh, you look at three five-star transfers, one five-star uh, freshman, six uh, players from the top 100 high school class, and that's all before, uh, the, again, uh, uh, Baby Shaq ended up signing today. 
so it's, just, it's yeah, a huge class. Eric, it's, it's amazing. It Eric, really is. And Eric, the thing on this now is now you just want the NCAA to hurry up. Yes. You want the NCAA to hurry up and let you know what you're dealing with. The sooner you know what you have to, what hurdle you have in front of you, the better. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com is our guest. Mike, let's go to baseball. A lot of Tiger fans upset after getting swept by the, by the Rebels uh, at the box all over the weekend. This was a setup for LSU, again, as a top-16 team. Would have been uh, a shoe-in for a, a sub-regional host. Now, again, they, they got to take the long way to get back home again. Uh, the, the, I saw one uh, prediction that said they were going to Charlottesville as a number-two seed. What do you think is happening with this program uh, in, in terms of, again, the ability to possibly, again, host the sub-regional? Can they win a few games in the SEC tournament and get them back in, in the top 16, or is that, that ship sailed? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be difficult. Uh, you got Vanderbilt, Southeastern tonight. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, Barry, obviously, his injury is, is catastrophic. Uh, the, the, the lightning delay Friday night didn't do them any favors. And so now they got swept twice this season at home. You know, Brian Lazari done, did a, 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 a column a couple of weeks ago talking about how poor uh, LSU baseball has been at Alex Box the last two or three seasons. And, uh, you know, trying to get that Alex Box back. But, you know, someone asked me, like, you know, what, what – what do you get? What grade do you give Jay Johnson, or what do you think he's thinking? And I'm like, man, in my mind, he, he's probably he can't he can't wait to get to the off season so he can make some moves and, and shed some guys. Right, right, uh, and, and restock, know, restock that know, roster. What, 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 what's the over and under on on guys on this roster that he doesn't renew? Mm-hmm. And what do you think it is? I don't know. But you think it's substantial? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The LSU-Florida State opener in the Dome is on a nationally televised on ABC. I think it's a 6.30 kickoff. Uh, got a little bit more intrigue now, again, with uh, with uh, what, Bill, what Brian Kelly's been able to do in just a short period of time. I mean, look at both him and McMahon, just a short, short period of time in rebuilding that those programs. Got to feel pretty good going in that Florida State game. And of course, uh, we you know that typical off season. We got the Vegas odds last week that had uh, LSU the odds of, of, of that they set it at six and a half wins. And uh, of course, that that uh, gives you you know talk show hosts and uh, you know stuff we do on Tiger Bait uh, fodder to, to right. debate. And, you know, it's one of these things you can get after, and they don't know what they're talking about. But they, you know, did they set that number right? I. I I tend to go over, but not by far. Mm-hmm. I, I think seven and five is realistic, and eight and four would be uh, would be very very good. Um, you know, but you go game by game, and you're like, you know what? If LSU can avoid the injury bug, and one of these three quarterbacks is, is an answer, and Butte comes back, offensive line gets better every week. I yep. think the defensive line is going to be fantastic. You never know. They're, they're going to be favored over Florida State by three and a half right now. And uh, like you said, 630 ABC, uh, New Orleans will be rocking Labor Day weekend with that. Yep. And, um, you know, I mean, but, but, you know, of course, you got to go to A&M. you got to go to Gainesville. you got to go to Auburn. Mm-hmm. Tennessee comes into town. Alabama comes to Baton Rouge. 
Ole Miss is always going to play you crazy. Arkansas is dangerous. Um, so you can see where you can score four losses. Uh, with many of those games, probably those four losses, except maybe one or one, or, one of them, you know, being very, very tight field goal type games. Games yeah. can go either way. Mike, I think they're going to be a disciplined team on, 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 under under Kelly. I think that's one. I think we believe the defense is is really good at at all three levels. It could be great on the first level, right? Uh, you mentioned uh, yep. the wide receiving core is, is is as good as in the con- they have in the country. We got to figure out what, what's going to happen at quarterback. And really, again, uh, you know, I think their service went running back. It comes down to the offensive line on offense, right? Yeah, and I think that group is going to get better each and every week. I, I really think there's some answers there. Um, I can't wait to see when Emory Jones from Catholic High arrives on campus in a couple of weeks. Um, I can tell you that kid is every bit as confident as Will Campbell was showing up in January. He believes he can come in and take a starting job. And, and I'm not, I'm not going to doubt him. So that's one more uh, cog to the wheel, whether he's a starter or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's an exceptional player that absolutely can play as a true freshman. I thought at last year's LSU camps, he was the most impressive offensive lineman of all of them. So Will Campbell comes right in. He's your starter left tackle. But what is Emory Jones going to do? Interesting. Interesting. Emory Mike, what you doing tonight? Right. What you doing tonight? Uh, I'm on the highway. I'm on, on the highway. I'm going to be seeing uh, two guys uh, in your coverage area. Uh, car at Destrahan spring game at uh, 6 o'clock at Destrahan. Beautiful. Mike, how can folks subscribe to your fantastic site? And, of course, tell them, look, there's so much going on at Tiger Bait, uh, more than just the great message boards and the information you're putting out every single day. Tell us all about it. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com, subscribe. You can try us out for $1, get you on the site, try us out for a week, uh, and then on the back end, choose the annual package versus the monthly. You, you, you get three months free, essentially. When you choose the uh, annual, it's less expensive. We give you a break for uh, doing it annual. And uh, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait is our YouTube channel. Type that into the search engine, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. Hit the subscription button and the notification bell. We do a live show uh, every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Buddy Sanji's with me tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as football season gets here, we're, we're going to be adding more shows, interviews, uh, high school highlights, prospect video, uh, uh, our post-game shows. Um, we've got something uh, building on our YouTube channel uh, in, in a big way. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, at uh, Scarborough Mike. Thanks for the time, brother. Always appreciate it. We'll check in with you next week. All right, Eric. Thank you. Mike Scarborough, TigerBeat.com. As mentioned, again, heading out uh, the Jakar Destrahan spring game. Now, always working, always out there again scouting. Does a great job for Tiger Bait. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Hitting. If you're in the market for a generator, man, now's the time, right? Just about, what, two weeks away from the, from the official start of hurricane season. But around these parts, the power can go out at any time. Doesn't matter. It could be a, a, a slight wind. <laughs> and the next thing you know, your power's out for hours. Hey, man, nobody wants to put up with that. How about a generator for your home or your business? If you, if you own a home or you own a business, it's a prerequisite now. You've got to have them. No other way around it. At Burkhart, they can finance that for you over time with low monthly payments. Uh, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation. Usually it's Jason Burkhart. Uh, educate you about uh, the gen- generators. And then, of course, you make the decision on what you want for your home or, or your business in terms of powering up that home when the electricity goes out. They'll put you down for a single-day install. 
generators are available right now for single-day installs. 24-7, 365 emergency service. That means when, again, the, they become safe for their uh, technicians to come out, they'll come out, get you up and running, again, with all the parts you need in their warehouse in Mandeville. New install quality check after one month. They do it for everything they install for uh, at your home or your business, part of their customer service pledge. When it comes to generator sales and service, it's Burkhart. They're the experts. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were yelling at another car while driving, let me say it again. You need to calm down. Yelling is just making everyone as stressed out as you are and letting them all know that you definitely aren't trying to save with Progressive Snapshot. <clears throat> and if you did hear it the first time because you weren't yelling at another car, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. Bear the rescue dog had very flaky skin, dropping a lot of fur. And Lavette wanted to do steroid injections. I was at a dead end. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Probably six weeks after we started using Dynavite. No more flaky skin. It doesn't scratch and itch. It was awesome. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynavite for 90 days. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
This Saturday, grab your family and friends and head to the Shrine on Airline for NOLA Gold Rugby. The fun starts at 5 p.m. with a band and crawfish boil on the concourse. Then, second line to your seats for a 7 o'clock kickoff. Stick around for the post-game fireworks and player meet and greets. It's not just a game, but a true experience. Get tickets today at nolagoldrugby.com. That's nolagoldrugby.com. All right, I want to thank Gary Smith and Mike Scarborough for joining us in hour number one. If you've missed any of those interviews, just head over to our uh, podcasting platform, Anchor, or your favorite podcasting platform. Check it out. It'll be there about 20 minutes after the program ends. I'm Eric Asher. I'm your host. In second, in the second hour, Kat Terrell will join us at 5.30 from The Athletic. We'll talk Saints with her. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Oh, 
Here's our man, Eric Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms. Take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast, as everywhere, anchors our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Mike Dettelier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Make sure you're checking out a live broadcast on Thursday at 1 p.m. on LAE. Also live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page. And then 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's WLATV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms. Always at ericasher.com and always on the WLATV YouTube page. As I mentioned, want to thank our guests in the first hour, Gary Smith and Mike Scarborough, covering both Tulane and LSU, respectively. Kat Terrell of... Um, of uh, the Athletic will join us at 535. We'll talk Saints with her. So, again, looking forward to having Catherine back on the show today. Uh, first of all, uh, tonight is uh, the draft lottery uh, for, the New for the New Orleans Pelicans and the rest of the NBA. It's also, again, the uh, beginning of the, of the conference finals, uh, the Eastern Conference finals. Tonight, again, you have uh, Boston versus Miami. Uh, Kyle Lowry is out for Miami uh, with, again, a hamstring injury. Uh, also, again, um, um, Caleb Martin, uh, ankle, Matt Strauss, also P.J. Tucker with a calf, and Gabe Vincent with a hamstring, all listed as questionable. As far as the uh, Celts go, uh, they're going to be missing Al Hawford, who, again, played so well in, in, in the back end of that series. Health and safety protocols. I'm really surprised. i got to be honest with you. We know that coronavirus uh, that COVID is, is eking back into, into the United States right now. We're seeing it around the country. But if you remember, the NFL during the playoffs just kind of just shut down testing, right? I mean, like they ignored it even existed. Uh, the NBA has not done that up to this point. Al Holford is out tonight, but so is Marcus Smart. He has a foot sprain, so he's out there. They're both out for game one. Um, and, of course, uh, the – Trophies have been renamed for the MVP, and rightly so. We know that the finals trophy for MVP has been named after Russell, rightly so. Uh, it's been that way since 2009. This will be the first year in which, again, the conference finals trophies in the East and West will be named after two of the greatest players in the history of the game, two of the, game, the, players, the two players who resurrected the NBA uh, in, in, in the early 80s. Uh, Larry Bird MVP trophy will be given to the Eastern Conference final MVP, and Magic Johnson MVP trophy will be given to the Western Conference MVP. So, uh, again, draft lotteries tonight. Hopefully, again, the basketball gods will be smiling on the Pels once again. What is it, a 26% chance of landing in the top four, a 6% chance of getting, uh, again, the top pick? Um, if they land in, in, in the top four spots, look, they got a chance for at least to add another future all-star and, and, and really a possibility of another generational player. Uh, you, and they're doing that on a rookie deal, which is something they need now because uh, that, salary, uh, that salary cap is getting, is getting tight. There's no doubt about it. Got to remember, these are college freshmen. Think about that for a second, okay? So, I mean, you know, that, that's the typical situation that we find ourselves in when you start talking about these NBA draft classes. Uh, 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 Banchero is a freshman. Uh, Chet Holgram is a freshman. Jabari Smith is a freshman. Ivy is a sophomore. Those are the top four players uh, that, that are considered in this, in this year's draft. Uh, so, again, you're going to be getting a very young player that has to develop. Look, they can also look at this another way. They could package picks. 
uh, especially if it lands again at eight where they are, uh, and they could they could uh, package that with current players that really don't fit, and go after another quality veteran. They can maybe put them over the top. But let me say this: the Pels are in a win-win situation, no matter how the ping pong balls fall tonight. Okay, uh, let's give David Griffin and Trajan Langdon a lot of credit. I gave them credit when they came in. I gave them grief when it looked like, again, this thing was going south. Uh, they, did a, they did a complete 180 and rebounded uh, to turn the situation around. Uh, shrewd trades. One of them is the one we're looking at tonight, which, again, was a, a pick they traded three times and ultimately had a top ten protected for themselves as the Laker pick uh, and now have an opportunity uh, to be able to get a lottery pick out of that. Um, also, uh, you look at the, the 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 other shrewd trades they made, C.J. McCollum, etc. Bring bringing um, uh, you know in uh, a fantastic center. When when you talk about uh, having a guy that can give you a double double almost every single night, uh, and 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 a team player as well in in uh, in Valachunas, uh, you got to give him a tremendous amount of credit on on how this thing really played out throughout the season after starting one and twelve and three and sixteen. Um, just, you know, hard to say they're in a win-win situation now, right? I mean, it's, it's amazing because, again, the transformation we've seen. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with last year's rookie class, which really kind of catapulted this, playoff, this team into a playoff team. And all this without Zion Williamson on the floor. That's the other amazing part of this. All this without Zion Williamson on the floor. Um, now, if Zion comes back healthy uh, and he expands his game, uh, which, again, I think has to happen. Uh, he, again, realizes that, you know, there are certain things he's going to have to do to stay healthy uh, because of his body frame. Um, he's an all-star with a generational-type uh, upside. There's no doubt about it, okay? Um, just think about this. In such a short period of time, this team has gone from a dumpster fire to contenders to the point that, look, hoping for the top fourth pick is, is, is great, but the future is bright no matter, again, how the ping pong falls tonight. Doesn't matter how those balls fall tonight. The, the Pels are in really good shape. And even if there's not a buy-in from Zion, and I've talked about this, you know, there, there's a plethora of picks and pick swaps that are still owned by the Pelicans for, for again, trades of Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. So they got, they got number one picks that are going to be coming. They got a, a slew of number two picks they can use as add-ins to, uh, to be able to make trades happen. And then on top of that, if, if he doesn't buy in, if he doesn't want to sign an extension with maybe some protections for the club in there, if you were to move on, you know you're going to get, again, a, a, a treasure chest of picks and players uh, for the services of Zion Williamson. Now, the hope is that he, be, he is a good teammate and he buys into what's happening here in New Orleans, and, and this could catapult them into, again, maybe a top-four team in the West next year. But they're in such great shape right now because of the picks that they have in the future and also the situation with Zion, hoping there's a buy-in. Do I dare say an embarrassment of riches in the bank for the present and the future of the Pelicans? And doesn't it feel good, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, let me just ask you this. As, as, a, as a basketball fan in New Orleans, just as a sports fan, to start feeling greedy, right? Instead of always feeling like we're the, we're, we're the begging fan base, you know, praying for things to fall our way. Hopefully the ping pong ball falls our way. Hopefully this guy is going to sign. Hopefully he might come. No, we don't have to do that anymore, okay? You have to be praying for things to fall our way. This team is built to win in this upcoming season and has the assets for sustained winning in the future. And that's the beautiful thing about the turnaround in, in, in terms of this basketball team. 
They got a great young nucleus. They got some veterans that are buying in. And it's become quickly, again, a place that, is, that again, players want to come to. And you say, wait a minute, how's that watch? Watch and see what happens with this team uh, after this season. If they, again, are, are, are everything we think they can be under Willie Green, they take that next step. Watch and see, again, how New Orleans becomes a destination for players when, again, it was thought to be a basketball graveyard. Now, things have changed dramatically in just a short period of time, and the basketball gods have been smiling. Hopefully, they'll smile once again tonight, and we'll see the Pels in the top four, preferably, again, the first overall pick. Uh, Boy, I tell you what. (laughs) Once again, I mean, look, I enjoy social media for the information. Um, You know, I'm a very opinionated person. I put out my opinions every single day. Sometimes I'm, I'm doing that on social media. Most of the times I'm waiting for the airwaves to do that. But I really enjoy social media because it gives you an opportunity to maybe, you know, hear and see things that, that again, that we didn't have before really the advent of social media. And especially that's, again, being able to follow athletes and to be able to hear what these athletes have to say in some cases. And, of course, social media blew up, what, two days ago with Drew Brees talking about possibly coming back to football. We know now that's <laughs> – that, again, as we said yesterday, that was in jest. What was one of the questions I asked yesterday? I mean, I talked about all the injuries he had, right, uh, including that, again, the, the rotator, rotator cuff that was torn. Uh, it was reported this morning on, on Monday morning quarterback that on May 2nd uh, that, that Drew Brees had surgery on, on, on um, his left labrum. Uh, so if he was to try to come back, he would not be able to get on the field until September, October. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Brees is not coming back to, co- to, to be able to play the, with the New Orleans Saints. Just not doing it. Uh, he's not coming back to consult. Going back into the booth, he's going to take a second shot. And as I mentioned yesterday, he's got to be a different Drew Brees this time around. Okay, he's got to be more critical. He can't be again the guy that again that wants to be loved by everybody. You can't you can't be in a position to be an analyst on TV and then want to be beloved by again your peers because you're going to have to criticize them. And that's the one thing about Drew Brees that he's going to have to get over. Again, he's going to have to make – make, make, at times he's going to have to be critical of plays, players, et cetera. And if he can do that with his institutional knowledge, he can be successful. Hopefully he learns from, again, his first stint with, with NBC and, and he'll, have, he'll have a better opportunity coming up in, 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 the, in, the, in his next shot uh, because he will get another shot simply because he's Drew Brees. So we'll see how it plays out. But, folks, again – uh, if, you, if you're following it now, and, and I asked the question yesterday, not knowing that they had surgery on May 2nd, you know, what about, again, the torn uh, – I, I thought it was the rotator cuff, but it's a labrum. Um, what about it? And, and, of course, we find out now a year later he's getting the surgery. So, yeah, no chance that he's coming back uh, to, to be able to play for the Saints. But social media blew up again last night. This time it's Jarvis Landry recruiting Odell Beckham to the Saints. Now, first of all, we know how close these two players are, right? I mean, they are tight, okay? They've been tight since they were at LSU together. Uh, and, yes, we know Odell Beckham is, is a New Orleans native and an LSU alum, just like the Honey Badger, just like Jarvis Landry, right? But there's a difference here between Jarvis and, and, and also uh, uh, Tyran, and, and it's this. Yes, Jarvis had an injury-riddled season last year, and, and it affected, his, again, his, his performance. There's no doubt about this. But Odell Beckham is coming off his second ACL injury and second surgery since 2020. This one came, again, in the Super Bowl, as we all remember. That was February the 22nd of this year. It takes 8 to 10 months for an athlete to come back to the playing field, okay? So let's say Odell Beckham is ready, and let's just be 
let, let's let's be um, optimistic and say Halloween. Okay, that's week eight. That's week eight. That's the Raiders. Now, in his last ACL surge, I did the research. He missed seven games. Okay, all right. Now, but this one is a little bit different because it's such a late injury. You know, coming in the Super Bowl in late February. So the question is again, how quickly can he come back? I mean, look, it's a normal person. It takes almost eight. It takes between ten and, and once in a year to come back fully from an ACL. An athlete with everything he's getting, maybe it's eight to ten months. Maybe it's eight months, depending on again how quickly he can heal. Uh, look, he almost signed with the Saints last year, right? And then he passed. And it, look, he passed because of the quarterback situation. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. All right. I mean, he saw who was throwing the football, and, and there was no way he was he was getting involved in that dumpster fire. Um, uh, he went to the Super Bowl. It was the right choice. Remember, he's a Los, he's, he's, he is living in Los Angeles. That's where he lives now. So, again, it wasn't a big stretch for him to go play for the Rams, and he loved it, and he said he loved playing for the Rams as well. Um, they, 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 he was on his way, if you remember, to an MVP-type performance in the Super Bowl before tearing the ACL. So, again, he was playing well, and, again, he was an integral part of that team, especially after Robert Woods went down. Saints have the cap space. That's not even an issue here. Um, especially because we've seen two uh, really kind of hometown discounts coming from Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry. Remember, the latest on Jarvis Landry is $3 million guaranteed with, again, achievable um, um, incentives to get him up to $6 million. So it's not like he's got to go crazy to get the six, the other $3 million. It's achievable incentives for him to be able to get the $6 million. He's got to be healthy and got to be on the field, and he's going to get it. The question for Odell Beckham is, does he want to come back home? And does he want to do it for a prove-it-to-me deal? Or does he want to go back to the Rams, which a lot of people believe uh, are, are the favorites to be able to win the NFC Championship again? I, I don't think so. I think the Saints have as good a chance as anybody. I'm telling you right now, put that three levels of the defense up against any other team in the league right now. Any of them. Right now. Okay? Especially healthy. Now, again, got to have a healthy defensive line. But let's say they're healthy. And then if Kamara is not suspended, and, and again, he's having a Kamara year, with, again, the weapons now that Jameis Winston has, this is a prolific offense. Now, a lot of that's on Jameis Winston's shoulders. Is he going to be the guy we saw in the first seven games last year, or is he going to be the guy, again, that, that again, was, uh, was, was not taking care of the football at Tampa? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the Patriots had, had, had shown an interest in, in Odell Beckham. Uh, from what I understand in my research, his family has wanted him to play for the Cowboys forever. Uh, and the Cowboys need a wide receiver. Um, but my guess is if the Saints want to wait it out, okay, and if, if, the, if, if you look at the situation right now, um, when you look at the rehab, seeing how he progresses, if the money is equal, I would think that between Landry and Odell Beckham, the fact they're close friends, the Honey Badger that started all this LSU reunion, that – he would lean toward the Saints. Now, it's a no-brainer, okay? Getting that kind of talent is an insurance policy for this team, even getting him late. Uh, versus injury, especially, again, at that time of the season, week 8 through 10, getting him on the back end of the season. Now, I think there are more pressing needs. Let me say that right now, ladies and gentlemen. I still think they need a running back. They need a, again, they need a, uh, a companion in that backfield uh, for, uh, for, for Alvin Kamara, somebody that, again, can coexist with him. Can be a good inside runner, can catch the ball out the, out the backfield. I mean, there are a lot of things that, again, you're looking for. They, they signed Ozigo again, again, who had a cup of coffee with the Saints, went to Jacksonville, came back. 
maybe again he's the guy, maybe he's not. Who knows? You know, I, I was leaning more toward of a veteran running back. Look, I'm sorry. I said I wanted Leonard Fournette when, when the when, when the free agency started. He ended up signing back with with the Tampa Bay Bucks. I thought he'd be a perfect complement to um, to Alvin Kamara. But again, it didn't happen. Of course, the LSU reunion what wasn't 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 in, in full swing now. Now it's in full swing. Um, but I think it's a no brainer. So, but the real question is: Do the Saints want it? I mean, do they want him this time around? Look, in the past, I would say no. They would stay away. But. This LSU reunion in a Saints uniform seems to even have surprised uh, Mickey Loomis, who again talked to the media yesterday. He said as much at the Saints Hall of Fame golf tournament. Uh, it's not just the reaction of the fan base of, of getting excited about Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry coming home, but the emotional enthusiasm by both the players that are coming back home that really has caught Loomis by surprise. And I'm just going to say, duh, okay, duh. Okay, years of allowing LSU players to go elsewhere and to have great careers in other cities when, again, they're in your backyard, uh, when you have a relationship with those LSU coaches. Ed Ogeron used to coach with you. I mean, there's so many inroads on why, again, so many of these great players that, that came out of LSU that went elsewhere that you could have taken a flyer on. I get it. Sean Payton wasn't into it. That's pretty evident now. There is a school of thought that's saying guys coming out of college are going to have hangers on, and maybe, again, there's too much pressure for them being home. And, look, that's a possibility. But some of these guys, again, that are having a second go-around, that are veterans that are maybe coming here to finish their career and still have something left in the tank, something to be said about that. The fan base is excited about the LSU players come back. These are quality players. These are leaders. You heard now just not just this talk show who say this, okay, that I've been, that I've been preaching this gospel since day one, but also Mickey Loomis echoing that over the last few days, talking about what they're going to mean in the locker room, talking about, what again, what they mean on the field. And these were positions of need. Now, you could say that Odell Beckham is a luxury, but really, is he? I mean, we don't know what Olave is going to do this year. We, again, we hope he's going, he's going to break out, especially having to be able to play now with Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas. But again, Odell Beckham gives you a deep threat, and, and, he's, and he is a polished NFL, NFL receiver. Now, the question is, uh, again, do the Saints want him? Okay? It's a win-win if Odell Beckham comes home. Okay? But the Saints have to be willing to wait out this rehab, especially if they're going to be loading up for a Super Bowl run, as it appears they are. And that's what it looks like right now. It looks like this team has said, you know what? We're good enough. This defense is, 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 is a bedrock for this team right now. We have an offensive line in the past that has proven, that, again, they can be one of the best offensive lines in, in, in the NFL. Look, there's some question marks right now. Left tackle's a question mark. Right guard's a question mark. And even left guard, when you start talking about Pete staying healthy. When healthy, uh, Pete is, is one of the better guards in the NFL. Uh, but when, when he's not healthy, again, you see it. You see him reaching. You see him missing uh, blocks. You see, again, uh, again especially suffering in, in when it comes to pass blocking. Uh, run blocking. Man, just go in your mind's eye and remember Andres Pete when he gets out on the screen. Uh, and, of course, how devastating of a blocker he can be downfield. Run blocking is a devastating blocker. McCoy's one of the best centers in the NFL. We don't even have to talk. When you talk about tackles and you start talking about name and names, Ramshack is right at the top. So, again, Cesar Ruiz has got to prove he's an NFL guard. If not, Throckmorton is going gonna, is gonna to slip in. And then, of course, on the, on the flip side, you know, is it going to be James Hurst? Is it going to be Trevor Penning? We're going to ask Kat Terrell about what she saw this weekend just in terms of the physical makeup of, of, of the rookies and, again, how they looked in, in shorts and T-shirts running around out, of, out on A-line drive. But with that said, what would it hurt to add another quality player on, again, a hometown discount-type deal in Odell Beckham if that was possible? I wouldn't put it out the realm of possibilities, ladies and gentlemen, especially with, again, Jarvis Landry doing the one that, that is recruiting. 
Uh, he recruited him again, <laughs> over and over again. Uh, and, we'll, again, we'll see how this kind of plays out. But uh, interesting time for the Saints, going from we are not picking – but we're, we're again – uh, they were saying to Alan John, we're not picking up LSU players to now again that, that you could really have a whole, uh, a whole LSU reunion uh, coming back here. Now, we'll say this again as, as we close. I still believe Quan Alexander is a must. I got to go back and I always got to seem to qualify it. Not because he wore the purple and gold, because he is a perfect fit for this team. Him and Demario Davis are an incredible tandem together when they're on the field, along with C.J. Gardner-Johnson up against that, uh, on that line. Uh, yes, Pete Werner has made great strides when it, when it comes to uh, coming out of Ohio State as a rookie. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can never have too many good linebackers. And when you start looking at the situation with the Saints right now, you know, maybe Werner takes the next step, and he is a fantastic player. Uh, we've been so lucky. You know, yes, I'm, I'm knocking on wood now. Uh, about Demario Davis and his health here in New Orleans, but he's on the other side of 30. Uh, it would not hurt to have a player like Quan Alexander as, as part of that defense, and that to me is the missing piece for them. Uh, I, I have, I really believe that this could be this, uh, this is a contract year for Davenport. He's going to play, uh, you know, all hell out, and and I think that Turner, uh, again with with a, again a mulligan in his first year, he has all the, the skill sets you want. Now, again, can he get on the field? Can he prove it on the NFL level? He's not playing against Tulane at the University of Houston anymore. This is against, again, NFL players. He showed flashes last year when healthy. Uh, I think Granison is, is, is coming on. The Passigno played well for them last year. I like the, the signing of Street uh, on the inside. Uh, you know, uh, Cam Jordan, uh, at this point in his career, he needs just some help, okay? He doesn't need to be the guy every down. That's for Turner and Davenport to be. And then take a little pressure off of Davenport. And if you do that, you're going to get you're going to get the maximum out of him. So, I like this team on all three levels of defense. I, I, I like the weapons finally now that are around Jameis Winston. He has weapons. There are no excuses. It's now on Jameis Winston to execute this offense. The only question mark you have again, if any, maybe the tight end position, add another running back, and then of course again the the possibility of uh, maybe some shifting in that offensive line if guys don't step up to the plate. Uh, and play at, 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 a, at a pro level, much like we didn't see Cesar Ruiz did, not do last year. And, of course, we don't know what's going to happen with Penning, but we do know that Hurst is a nice fill-in guy at left tackle. So we'll see how it plays out. I am bullish on the Saints, okay? And again, all I said in the offseason was find weapons for Jameis Winston, and they did, and here we go, and here we go. All right, take a break. We'll get Cat Terrell's take on it. Uh, I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about my, about my friends over Dave Miet Insurance. Look, it's pretty easy. Hurricane season's a couple, a couple weeks away. You don't want to be in a situation where you're caught short. Man, the worst thing in the world is, again, that you, that again for, the, for the money that it cost you, that you didn't put up a few extra dollars to insure your home to get it properly insured. And then, again, when, when a catastrophe happens, like Hurricane Ida or some of the other hurricanes we've had to deal with, that you're underinsured. Don't be underinsured. Why don't you call my friend Dave Miet over Dave Miet Insurance? 556-0809. That's 504-556-0809. Go to his website, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-G-Z.com, which is a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. Or set up an appointment on his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. So let us sit down with him, bring your insurance papers with you, and let him look at your insurance field again to see if you've got, again, enough insurance that in case a catastrophe happens that you're going to be covered. And then, of course, after that, if there is a catastrophe, 
like what he's done for me throughout this whole situation with Ida, with you almost holding your hand every step of the way, making sure, again, that you have all the information you need to be able to file those claims or supplemental claims, whatever it is, so then that you can get what you deserve from your insurance company. You want somebody that's got your back when it comes to insurance? It's Dave Miet Insurance, 504-556-0809. That's Dave Miet Insurance. You want to save? Call Dave, 504-556-0809. All right, Cat Terrell's up next. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples is your shipping solution for small business with packing and shipping supplies and services. Get 15% off UPS Ground and 20% off UPS Express shipping services. Offer ends 528. Visit staplesconnect.com slash services slash shipping for details. If you need to ship, ship at Staples. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway as delays stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also still working an accident on the eastbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway right at the Claiborne Earhart exit. In the meantime, if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Also westbound, your backups are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Your delays are going to be heavy on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. Also delays are solid on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport on the 610 on the westbound side. Your delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And look out for an accident, France Road at Almanaster. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have handled. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. 
Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Pizza Hut stuffed crust is the crust that made crust good. Topped and stuffed with over a half pound of cheese. What are you so afraid of? Loving it? Original stuffed crust, only from Pizza Hut. Ask or click for a limited time offer. Extra charge for more than one topping and extra cheese. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. And, of course, if you're building a he set or a she shed, or, again, maybe, again, you're in a situation where you're an empty nester, or maybe you have one of those rooms that kind of lag behind the rest of your AC system. Man, I tell you what, my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating have the answer for you. It's the Mitsubishi Diamond Comfort System. The air handler can work with your existing duct system or can be utilized without a duct system. You can heat or cool your entire home or business using the slim walted mounted indoor unit uh, that can cool or heat a specific room separate from your existing duct system. Uh, they're versatile units, perfect for man caves, she sheds, garage conversions, bedrooms, kitchens, or maybe you only want to Cool heat one room, okay? Uh, you can save on power consumption. You can heat or cool that room in your home or your business that lags behind the central system, which means you're going to lower your electricity bill. And you don't have to sacrifice comfort in your whole home or business just to heat or cool one room. It's the Mitsubishi Diamond Comfort System. Call my friends at Burkhardt and ask about it today. That's acpromise.com. ACpromise.com. All right, joining us on the program from The Athletic, Catherine Terrell joins us on the program today. Catherine, how are you? Well, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great. Thanks, to, thanks, thanks for joining us, as always. First of all, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about minicamp uh, this weekend with the rookies. You had a chance to get out there, look at shorts and T-shirts, so we don't know much about, again, the football. But the eyeball test on, on, on these players, you know, um, how did Olave look in terms of, again, his route running and, of course, again, his stature? We'll start there first. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to get a sense of how they look, like you said. I mean, we only got to be out there for an hour, so we didn't actually get to see team drills. Um, but, you know, from what I saw of Olave, I thought he looked good. I mean, that sentiment was ex- echoed by all the coaches I talked to, and I talked to new wide receivers coach Cody Burns, and, you know, he said, you know, more than the on-the-field things, he's already seen um, – from Olave, what he saw in interviews and things like that during the draft process, you know, how hard he works, how smart he is, things like that. Um, you know, and Dennis Allen said he looks smooth in his route running. So, I mean, it's, it's early yet, but I think that he's already making a good first impression. And, and the bigger thing is that he's making a good first impression on the veterans. He's already worked mm-hmm. out with Jarvis Landry on the pre-combine process. He's working out with Michael Thomas now. Um, and I think those are all good first steps for him. Yeah. Uh, from what I heard from talking to some of, the, some of the guys that were out there, Trevor Penning is, is a mass of a man, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I always compare them to like how big they are uh, to Zachary because, right? you know, he's an enormous human. Yes, um, he is. Yeah, but, but Penning's a pretty big guy. 
yeah. uh, trying, to, trying to get used to Armstead, who, who is uh, like a big guy, but uh, for some reason doesn't look that big. I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain it. Maybe it's because he's so athletic. Um, but yeah, Penning's definitely built different. If they if if he starts at left tackle and Ramshek at right tackle, I mean those are huge, two huge guys on the on the corners for you. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think the only question here is you know, does he progress fast enough to start and um, does Ramshek Ramshek come back from uh, whatever was ailing him at the end of the last season? Uh, that was kind of a, a weird mystery between both tackles being hurt at the end of the season. Um, but you know if. If Penning kind of gets a head start and it looks good in training camp, I have no doubt he'll be starting from day one. But there is a good insurance policy with James Hurst because you know at any time he's a pro and can slip right into that position if Penning's not ready to go. I think so. I think the Saints ideally obviously would love to start their rookie day one, but I think Hurst really showed how valuable he is at as an asset last year when he kind of played whatever they asked him to play, which is a lot harder than people realize. And I think he really did it well. Um, he started more games than most starters across the league. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he started 15 games, which for a backup is kind of crazy and tells you what, uh, what a crazy year it was. Yeah, it really was when you start talking about, look, we know what, you know, four quarterbacks, 58 different starters. The offensive line was in constant musical chairs. Now, you don't want to go back to that again for this year, no doubt about it. I heard that Alante Taylor, the first impressions for him was, again, just a great athlete. What did you see? Well, I talked to him. We actually got to have our first open locker room session since the 2019 season, um, which, you know, if you're not a media member, you might not understand how important that is. Yeah, but for that us is. to do our job, yes. uh, it's incredible because, you know, instead of getting guys to the podium and, and not getting a building a relationship with them, you get to talk to them for, you know, however long you want. And I, I say that because, you know, I got to talk to him for a while. And just in that one conversation, I could tell how, how confident he is, how, you know, he's a team player He'll start at you know, cornerback. Probably start. He will play cornerback probably, but he could play nickel, and he's willing to play safety. And in talking to Cody Burns, Cody Burns calls him enemy number one uh, in one-on-one drills because he goes so hard during them. And their relationship goes back to Tennessee, but it's kind of cool to already see this relationship forming. And I really had a great first impression of Taylor. I think fans are going to like him. I think he's going to be a fun player. But it's going to be interesting to see how he is uh, used. What about DeMarco Jackson and Jordan Jackson? What were your impressions of those guys? Yeah, those are two guys um, I didn't really get to see or talk to much. Um, probably we'll get to talk to at OTAs, but um, didn't really get to talk to them at minicamp, unfortunately. Now, now, Catherine, uh, people that don't know you, I grew up in Baton Rouge, right? Long-time LSU fan, went to LSU. Um, and, of course, a lot of people excited, uh, myself included, with Tyron Matthew coming to the Saints, Jarvis Landry coming to the Saints. Uh, from your standpoint as a reporter and somebody, again, that grew up as an LSU fan, uh, talk about those two guys coming in. Yeah, I actually am really excited because uh, back when I was at LSU um, in 2010, I believe, God, it's sad I might be getting the year wrong, but I believe it was 2010, I was an intern for the Times-Picayune, and I actually – gave Tyron Matthew one of his first interviews at LSU and only because my editor had told me, Hey, I want you to go talk to all the new Orleans guys, you know? So I go up and talk to him. He's a fresh, he's a true freshman. 
He's young. No one's talking to him. And I remember that impression so well because he was so confident, and yet he idolized Patrick Peterson. So a large portion of the conversation was about how he wanted to be like Patrick Peterson. So it's so interesting now, you know, not only growing up, going to LSU, being an LSU fan, watching Tyron evolve from this young kid to where he is now, it's really cool for me to get to cover him. Um, in the second, third, whatever you want to call it, phase of his career. Mm-hmm. And I think fans are going to be – I mean, it's so clear they're so excited. I haven't seen yes. this, this excited about signing anyone in such a long time. So I think Matthew's going to really make a big impact. And as for Jarvis, you know, I think it's not a big gamble for the Saints. It's a good contract. It's a one-year contract. It's about $3 million, low risk, high reward. But if he does pan out, if he becomes – or reverts to the Jarvis Landry we saw a few years ago, then I think it's going to be a great signing for them. So I can see and totally understand why everyone is so excited. And also, you know, we, I don't get to cover many LSU guys anymore. So yeah. uh, I'm excited. So it, it should be a, it should be a no, fun it, year. It, 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 it really is. And, and look, for for those that are, are, are fans, and even some of us in the media, right, again, that kind of wondered out loud, why are they not signing LSU players? Why are they not drafting LSU players? There seems to be a 180 here, and even it seems like the front office and the coaching staff seems to at least now see what, what the fan base has been looking for in, ter- in terms of, again, the excitement of having you know some of these homegrown players come home and play home. And then hearing Mickey Loomis yesterday talk about the, the enthusiasm of the players coming home as well. Absolutely. And it's interesting coming from, you know, covering the Bengals a few years ago where the Bengals had a lot of LSU players. And yes. They're more known for having LSU players now, but even back then, you know, they had um, Andrew Whitworth and Jeremy Hill and Kevin Minter and Brandon LaFell. And as a reporter, it was kind of always nice to have those guys around because you do develop a rapport with them because you just talk about, <laughs> you talk about your school and life and all of that. And, um, so to go from that, you, you come back to the Saints, and for some reason, I don't know why, they just never really seemed interested in doing that, or it just didn't work out. You know, whatever the reason, it, it doesn't matter, but it does, I think, reinvigorate the fan base when you come off a year that, you know, you didn't make the playoffs. And, and I know that they were very close, and I'm not trying to, you know, say bad things or anything, but I think it, it helps when uh, – you have a new head coach, and you really kind of need the fan base to, to get on your side quickly. I agree. It gives you some star power, some homegrown star power, you know, because Breeze and, and, and Peyton are gone. And, and so now this is that, so players that, that, they, that the fan base can latch on to. It's homegrown. I think it's a perfect scenario. And, and of course, we, if you watch social media, as I know you do last night, here's Jarvis Landry recruiting Odell Beckham to, to try to come to the Saints. I actually didn't see that, but I'm totally not surprised. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he was all over it last watch. night. Now, now again, I did the research. He probably won't be back until Halloween, right? Right. So yeah. whoever he's going it, to sign with, it, it, it's you know, it's the ACL. It happened during the Super Bowl, eight to ten months. You know, if, if you put it on 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 the on the on, on, let's say the early side, it's probably again week eight, which is Halloween. It'll be interesting to see if the Saints are willing to, willing to take a flyer there uh, and, and continue the reunion, or again if ultimately he goes back to Los Angeles, where again he lives and plays for the Rams. But again, you know, him and Landry have, have been very very tight, out going all way back to the LSU days, nothing would surprise me at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised totally, but I think it would just depend on what their injury situation is. You know, it is interesting because they did not have this problem last year. 
you know, as the wide receiver room stands now, if everyone stays healthy, which I know is probably not going to happen, it actually is very hard to crack this roster as an outside mm-hmm. guy. Like Mark yep. Callaway now, the number one receiver last year, might be a healthy and active on game days, which shows you how much things have changed in the last two or three weeks. Yeah, and, and but it was necessary, right? Look, I don't know about you, Kat, but I, I've been screaming for weapons for, for, for Jameis Winston since last year. And, and one thing they did, it took them a while, and they were methodical in, in how they did it. And look, look, they actually made the right choice in terms of doing it after the draft and keeping the compensatory picks. But all of a sudden now, there is no excuse for Jameis Winston. He's got weapons around him this year. Exactly. And, you know, I keep saying injuries. It all starts with Michael Thomas and where that's at. I feel like Dennis Allen has been very cryptic about it, but I think things are heading in the right direction for him. But it's, it'll be interesting because, you know, Michael Thomas, when healthy, was a 100-plus target guy. But actually, when healthy, so was Jarvis Landry. So now neither one of them will have to have that high volume of targets and receptions if they're both healthy. You know, Landry can mostly play in the slot. Uh, Thomas can move around. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you got a lot of Like you have a lot of different things you can do now that you couldn't do last year because if you like offense, it was painful to watch that offense at times. More in the second half of the season after Jameis went down. Uh, than the first, but so, oh, the second half was, was rough. I mean, the Tampa Bay game was great from a defensive perspective, mm-hmm. but trying to watch that offense fail and fail and fail to move the ball uh, made, <laughs> made for a long, a long game, that's for sure. Yeah, and and look, the worst statistical um, a year in terms of offense – uh, in, in the history of the Peyton era. And, and again, that was that was hard to watch, no doubt about that. But they have weapons now. I would still say they need to add another running back to this team. Uh, unknown, again, how long, how long Mark Ingram can, can last at his age. Uh, you look at Tony Jones and Dwayne Washington, they didn't do much. They, they signed a Zigbo back yesterday. Abram Smith is the, is the uh, rookie undrafted free agent uh, that, that came in from Baylor. I would like to see a, a, another veteran that, that could be a part of a tandem with, with Kamara. And then if Kamara gets suspended, can carry, can carry the load. What are your thoughts? Well, I think Abram Smith is a really interesting pickup. Now, I guess maybe I say it cautiously because Tony Jones had a really nice camp last year, uh, good enough for them to boot out the veteran. And it really kind of backfired on them. And it can it show you that camp can be um, – it can be deceiving because yes. those veterans who looked old and kind of done, honestly, in camp went on to both sides with the Ravens and actually uh, had a pretty decent season uh, while Tony Jones wasn't really able to take that next step forward. But I do think there's a lot to like about Abram Smith. I know the Saints really like him because they actually were talking about drafting him in the sixth round. Um, and ultimately it didn't happen. Uh, Joel Thomas mm-hmm. kind of lost that battle. <laughs> they ended up drafting a defensive lineman instead, but he was calling him in the sixth round because he was, you know, he really wanted him. And the guy only has one year of experience at running back, but that's because he was basically doing everything the coaches asked him to do. Was yes. He was playing linebacker at some point. And, you know, so that tells me this guy's a team player. So I'm really intrigued to see, how he's going to look once they put on the pads and, yeah. you know, whether he can be good enough to, to make this roster and be a compliment to Adam Kamara because you're right, Mark Ingram's not getting any younger. So running back is a need. 
Yep, I would agree. Talk about this defense. We've got about two and a half minutes left. I think they are set on all three levels at this point. I would like to see Quan Alexander come back because they added depth at the linebacking core. But other than that, I think they're pretty much set. You watch this roster closely. What are your thoughts? I think on paper, yes, I would agree. I mean, the only thing that people aren't really talking about is that some of their best players are now another year older and how that affects them, specifically Cam Jordan, um, and Demario Davis, and then, you know, honestly how Tyron Matthew ends up looking this year. I mean, I love the signing, but, you know, we'll see how it pans out. But I do like pretty much everything they've done with the defense. Defense was great last year. Um, I think, you know, again, on paper, it looks like they could be the same unit they were last year. Um, I think you got you got good cornerbacks, which is always difficult for the Saints. Um, I, I do think DeMar Davis has another good year in him. Uh, the only thing is, do Davenport and Payne Turner pan out and actually stay healthy? Yep. I don't know, but you know they have a chance to be a very, very good defense again. I think that's the key right there because they have to take some pressure off Cam Jordan for doing everything. And if those two guys exactly. can emerge – it's going to help a lot. It's going to help a lot, especially on that on that first line of defense, no doubt. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Tell us how folks can subscribe to the Athletic and what you got coming up for us. How folks can follow you on social media. Uh, well, I just wrote a story today, uh, ironically, about the new wide receiver room. You can go click on that uh, and subscribe. Uh, we're always offering specials and free trials, and you can uh, follow me on Twitter at cat underscore Terrell. Uh, we'll have OTAs coming up, and I'll be giving all the updates from OTAs and interviews with the new additions to the locker room. Um, and, you know, it'll be, uh, like I said, an exciting season, so stick with me for some updates. There you go. Thanks, Catherine. Appreciate your time today. Look forward to having you back soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Catherine Terrell of The Athletic. All right. Sign a service agree with Burkhardt to give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits for you. They'll contact you to let you know when it's time to schedule that fall and winter or spring or summer inspection on your AC and heating systems. You'll get priority scheduling. If you, have, if you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service. Uh, you get a 10% discount on demand emergency service. And, of course, because Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your AC, it's going to prolong equipment life and it's going to work safely for you. And it's reduce your energy bills. It's a no-brainer. Again, sign a service agree with Burkhardt today. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. 
Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Don't miss out on Clean Car Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your car is ready for a spring cleaning, stop by for great deals on everything you need to keep it looking like new, including Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax, just $5.99 for a 64-ounce bottle. That's a $5 savings. Visit the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts today or shop OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Welcome to Total Wine and More. I want something fun in the sun. You'll love this tequila. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More, drink responsibly, B-21. All right, thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. If you missed any of today's show, uh, our podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends, so make sure, again, you're checking that out. Uh, also want to thank um, Gary Smith for joining us in the program, Mike Scarborough, Kat Terra. I want to thank uh, Rudy back at studio producing, as always. Also want to thank all our great sponsors that make this, pro- this program possible. We appreciate each and every one of them. All you got to do is go to ericatcher.com for a slideshow of the sponsor that sponsor our program. Uh, we set that up on the on the, on the um, website where, again, you just click on the icon uh, of that slideshow. It takes you right to that sponsor's website. Everything you need to know about that sponsor is right there for you. Remember, Mike Dettelier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, we start off with our Thursday broadcast at 1 p.m. So many way, other ways to catch the program. Uh, and as always, again, we appreciate you guys checking out the TV show as well. Uh, also, uh, uh, tomorrow, 
uh, is Wednesday. So, again, that means Katie's Day. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig will join us on the program, along with Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. And, of course, fingers crossed for tonight, my friends. Uh, again, the NBA Draft Lottery at 7 o'clock. Pels have a 26% chance of getting into the top four, a 6% chance of winning the draft lottery. And, boy, boy, wouldn't how sweet it would be, right? How sweet it would be if they can come up with that. Uh, because as I talked about in the, in the, in the uh, second hour, uh, they are well on their way to be one of the top four teams in the Western Conference for next year. Uh, this would be a cherry on top of the ice cream if they could grab, again, one of the top four picks and another great young player that they can develop here under Willie Green. All right, New Orleans, it's been a blast. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. we got UNO baseball coming up, 6.15 pregame, 6.30 uh, 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 first pitch. See you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog kit to the government, you know what includes the mayor. They all got to go. Mississippi.